Hello and welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today we bring you episode number 47. And I have, well, she's she's been on before, so it's kind of like she's a regular uh, cast member now. So this is the third time she's been on. No need for an introduction. Kelly from Up Yourself Training, how are you going? Good, and you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Excellent. I'm good. Um, so I thought this time around we'd get you in because um, the previous times we talked about your prep, your shows, um, all those sorts of things, but now you are well ingrained in the health and fitness industry, being an active PT down at World Gym Caloundra, um, very, very busy, because it was hard enough just to get you in here to do this, <laughs> so um, I thought we'd talk talk to you more about um, time management, because not only are you now running your own business, you're still a mum, you're still a wife, um, you've still got plenty of other responsibilities, you're still trained to look after yourself, so... I want to sort of pick your brain a little bit and it, you, it, people might be able to relate to you a little bit more, one being female, two being a, a family person in terms of time management because you hear it all the time and I'm sure you get it now that you're, um, you're a PT. You know, I don't have the time, I can't find the time, I don't have enough time in the day. They're the common objectives you get when someone is looking to try and find time to train but they can't because they blame time. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, daily, daily. Daily, there you go. Yeah, so I, I still get it now too. So it's <laughs> it's a common thing. So I want to sort of break those barriers down a little bit and, and identify ways to make time yeah. um, and use you as a bit of an example. So let's talk about your weeks as they stand at the moment and how you manage your time effectively, how you manage your clients, um, but also um, the importance of, you know, self-preservation. So, you know, yeah. prioritizing sleep, your training. Uh, meal prepping, spending time with your husband and your kids, you know, mm -hmm. how do you ensure that that is still a priority even though you're trying to develop your business? Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and over to you. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I guess the first place that I start is on Sundays. Mm. I block out about two hours of my day. Uh, I like to do it at three o'clock in the afternoon because it's kind of heading into that work mode. Yep. So, kind of heading into my new week. Um, so I block out, block out, I block out <laughs> two hours of my um, afternoon on Sundays. Yeah. Um, I have a planner and I sit down and the first thing I put in is all of my clients. So okay. I put down all of my clients for the week, um, make sure obviously that um, I have them in the right place and everything like that. I also have them on my phone as reminders. So a lot of um, my planning I do both digitally and on paper. Um, one of the reasons for that is that I'm a very visual person. Yep. Um, so I like to have that paper version. Um, having it in my phone is just because it's on me um, pretty much 24/7 these days. Um, so you know they, they pop up and, and remind me as I'm as I'm going along in the day. Mm. Um, but I like to see it planned out visually um, on a Sunday afternoon. That makes sense. Um, so once I put all, all of my clients in, um, I then have a look at when exactly I can fit my gym time in because um, my gym time is still one of my most important priorities in my life mm -hmm. uh, for several reasons. Number one, probably at the moment more for mental health than anything <laughs> else. Yep. Um, but, you know, um, we are, you know, looking at going into a building phase for me. Yep. Um, so it's still a high priority on my priorities list. Yes. So therefore I make the time for that by putting that in next. 
Um, I always try and block out Sundays, so I don't actually put anything in on my Sundays mm. except for my two hours in the afternoon uh, for my planning. And the reason for that is, is I like to have a day where I'm not so strict on what I'm doing throughout the day, so a bit of a mental break in that space. It allows me time to do what I want, um, and I don't. Tr- I try not to book any. Um, like I don't book clients on that day, and I try not to do any of my actual work on that mm. day. It's my one day off where I try and leave my phone in my room for as long as possible and have that disconnect from um, from that social media side of things. Because yep. as you know, we're on there all the time. Yes. Um, so I, I put all of that in. Um, once I've got all of that down, I then put in my other things that I do. So um, my son has soccer on Saturdays, for example. Yep. Um, if anything else has come up, so if I've got any appointments that I need to attend, then obviously I can see exactly where they may overlap with clients. So I may need to contact those clients on that day because I always like to be a week in advance. Sure. So contact my clients. Let, you know, rearrange those um, people as I need to. Um, so it's very much a juggling act, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I also list down my priorities for that week. So I will list down the things that I want to accomplish by the end of the week and I prioritize them and I actually fit them into that schedule. So if I've said to myself, I want to go for a walk down the beach this week for 20 minutes, then I will actually put that in to a space in that mm. in that planner. Block it out. Yeah, and actually block that time out so I don't have I don't book clients in for that time or How important is that to you? Extremely important. Right. Uh, if I don't have time away, I am one of those people that will just say yes to everyone. Yeah. So I just keep booking clients in yeah. and I'll just keep booking them in and booking them in. That's a good thing, right? You want to be busy? <laughs> yeah, yes and no. That was a loaded question. <laughs> Mental health, right? Yeah. So I think that um, it's something I probably learned really well off of you from the start mm. um, because it is easy to get um, into that headspace of, I guess, wanting to make the money yes. um, side of things. And first and foremost, that's not what why I became a PT in the first place. So yeah. I became a PT to change people's lives and you know help them mentally and things like that. So yep. if I'm not looking after my mental health but I'm – pushing that on my clients, then who am I to be telling them to look after their mental health? Fair so cool. um like to live live what I talk, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. In that space. Um, just before we got on air, you, you, you said not all weeks, of, like, well, to, to quote you, you said, you know, you're assuming I have my shit together, but... <laughs> I'm a, like you know, we're all human, so yeah. there's no such thing as the perfect week. You know, you you can you can plan it out, you can have it written down to the hour, all those sorts of things. But yeah. things things throw you out, yeah. stuff happens, clients emergencies cancel. happen, clients cancel, clients you know, exactly, yeah. all, all that stuff happens. So how do you manage your week? Does it throw you in a bit of a tears, or do you just sort of rearrange things? What what do you do? So I guess um, one of the benefits of me planning my week out as a whole on that Sunday. Yeah. If someone changes something, I'm actually less inclined to spiral out of control yeah. um, because I know exactly where I'm at for that week. So yeah. if someone changes something or if something changes, I know where I can readjust it and fit it in. Mm-hmm. So if someone cancels, I might then have a two-hour gap between clients um, where I can go, okay, well, I need to do that filming in this space instead yep. or I need to train here instead. Um, because that client's now going to move across to this section. Yep. So it, it's it's setting myself up for a better week. Absolutely. Um, there are definitely weeks on a Sunday where I'm like, 
you know what, I just can't, I can't do this, I'm not doing it today, I don't care, and I'll, and I'll lay in my bed and watch Netflix. Um, and at the time, sure, feels great because yeah. I'm like, no, this is wonderful, I'm not doing anything, but I get to Monday and I freak out because I haven't sat down and, and had a look at that, what that week yeah. looks like, so I'm literally running off the edge of my seat. Yeah, yep. I just feel like, for me, that planning that week out and seeing it, mm-hmm. regardless of any changes that happen, kind of makes it a lot easier to manage the stress of things changing around and having to flip flop around for people. And as you know, that happens. Oh, it happens all the time. All of course, time. it does. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and you're right. It can it can throw you very much. Like, yeah. um, I, I used to personally. You know, if you dropped one, generally, I don't know if you found this, like if one client drops, it generally happens in twos or threes. Yes. You know, so all of a sudden you think, oh man, there's this, you know, whatever X amount of dollars gone and straight away you think of the money. So then you start thinking of ways to make that up. Yeah. When the point of fact is you can still utilize that time very effectively to to promote do your business or else. do something else yeah. or catch up on book work or yeah. spend time with your family. Look, like, yeah, look at it more from a positive spin. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Um, so what about managing time for um, your husband and your kids? So you mentioned Sunday. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming during the week it's obviously fairly limited in terms of time. Yeah, so the hardest thing um, where our family dynamic is concerned is that um, the three of us live completely separate lives almost. Mm. So... My two eldest have left home, so okay. that's that's easy-ish. Yep. Um, so we do, again, Sunday's probably our day where we tend to try and catch up with the two bigger kids. Yep. Um, so we try and organise a family breakfast or um, something down the beach or something like that. So sure. that, that gives that, you know, that Sunday's that flexible family time. Yep. Um, or friends or whoever it might be. Um, and then... Um, Lee, he's very much a night owl, so he will stay up until one o'clock in the morning. Um, he barely sleeps. I don't know how he does it because I can't even begin <laughs> to deal with the fact that he can live off of four hours sleep, but he literally can. Um, I don't know how. It just it confuses me. But, Maybe he's a vampire. But he, well, he would like to probably think so. <laughs> um, he um, he wakes up later than I am, so he's often awake well and truly. I'm already two hours into my day. Yeah. Um, out at Worlds by the time he's getting out of bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's super important that um, we do coordinate nights. So for that purpose, I specifically don't book in um, a couple of afternoons I finish during the week. I make sure that I finish clients at a reasonable time, so around about like office hour time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so don't take late appointments, and that's so that um, himself and myself have that time together. So um, we'll cook dinner together yep. or, um, you know, whatever it might be. Mm. Um, he's an avid gamer. Um, so he does like streaming and stuff like that. That's his passion, yep. which is fine. Um, so he he also organises that around around my late nights. Okay. So my late nights um, at the gym where I'm working, he's also doing his his work for yep. lots of better words, and he's you know streaming his video games and yep. um, and what have you in that space. Mm. Um, so we just try and sync up a little bit in that space, and he's just recently started. The planning approach as well because oh, okay. he also studies. Yeah, he does. He so, does. Yeah. yeah. So quite a busy family, and then little Jas in the middle. So he's twelve now. So yep. he's quite self-sufficient. 
rides himself to and from school, but his school hours are weird as well. So he he actually goes to school from ten thirty oh. and finishes at four. Yeah, right. Um, because he goes to one of the really big schools here, and they do a staggered start. So okay. the juniors start at one time and the seniors start at another. Yep. Um, so he starts at that back half of the day as well. So we just make sure that obviously um, we have we always go to his Saturday soccer games. Mm. Um, so we have that Saturday together as well. And I don't plan anything on Saturday after my clients. I try and do clients in the morning and then nothing afternoon. Sure. Um, so that's our time um, together. So we'll usually you know clean the house because that doesn't go away unfortunately. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, and then yeah, following on from that, we'll either you know go down to the beach or. Or go for a walk or go and have breakfast together. So Some again, we just stuff. yeah, try and do something um, where it's just us mm. and we put our phones down, always put our phones down in that time to kind of yep. connect with each other. But we just basically almost write during the week off because we're all busy. You know, yeah. he's studying, Lee's studying, Lee's gaming, I'm working. Yep. You know, as you would know, yes. don't stop. When we leave the gym, we tend to take all that stuff home as well with uh-huh. us. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, cool. All right, well, that's good advice. Um, so, organisation is key. Yes. Would you, would you agree? 100%. So, that's that. would that be the, the biggest advice you'd give to someone who is, um, oh, <laughs> I was going to say the word bitching, but that's probably wrong. <laughs> I apologise in advance. Um, you know, who, who does... Suggesting. Yeah, suggested time is an issue. They can't find the time to train. Like... And I know it's easy for someone to say, well, you work in a gym, you know, it should be easy, but it's not, is it? It's not at all. So um, it's quite hard. So the things that people, again, which if they've listened to our previous podcast would know that they don't see are um, the hours that go into social media, um, our own self-education, because this industry is ever-changing on the daily. Um, so we need to keep up to date with those things. Um, we also have, you know, um, like I said, social media posts. We've got content. So we want to put good content out mm-hmm. there. That stuff takes time. Um, if we've got any, you know, um, programs or training courses that we might be doing, then yep. there's that that has to be filled in. You've got your client programming stuff. So, again, you've got that time where you're programming. So all of that has to be fit in between clients. Mm. Um, so often, um, you know, you have that, I guess, middle part of the day where you don't have a lot of clients. I'm not going to say you don't have any because I 100% have clients in the middle of the day as well. It's yep. just a bit scattered. Yes. So I've got a couple of hours here and a couple of hours there before my afternoon clients. So I've got a whole block in the morning where I've already worked for four hours in the mm. morning. I've got a couple of hours, then I've got a client, then I've got a couple of hours, and then I've got back-to-back clients again until 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. So, um Yep, I work in a gym, that's wonderful, but I also get interrupted a lot as well when I try and do my workouts. Yeah. So people will come up and because I'm a familiar face there, they'll come up and ask me how to adjust equipment, um, all of those sorts of things. So um, you're completely right, it's not easy actually getting to the gym when you're working at a gym, which sounds ridiculous, but it's true. No, well, it's true. I mean, I, I was in a big gym before I moved here and it was exactly the same. I would get constantly interrupted. And look, yeah. it's not a bad thing because 100%. from a business perspective, there's opportunity there to develop a rapport with someone and yeah. then obviously they might end up being a client. So, you know, but your you work, workouts are broken or they're unfinished. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, and it's your place of work too. Yeah. So often 
it, it can be same. no, it's not the yeah. same. It can be hard to actually get in the zone to, to yeah. do a decent session. Yeah, gotta have gotta chuck the headphones in and the yeah, hat. yeah, the hat on and <laughs> maybe a face mask. That might that might that might hide you. Um, so what's it, what's it, so what's the biggest advice you can give to someone then? Like, you know, time is obviously a major objective. Money, but money being the other one, they're, yeah. they're the two biggest ones that yeah. we face. Yeah. But I firmly believe that you can make time. There is always time. And, and you know, it's health and fitness, so it's, yeah. it's your health, so it yeah. should be prioritised. I think that, um, like, I guess one of the biggest things is that, um, which is a problem across a number of multitudes of reasons why people don't train, mm. um, is the fact that people are assuming it's for a short period of time. So everyone's sort of running towards an a finish line, right? So yes. it's like, oh, eight-week challenge, 12-week yeah. challenge. Yeah. Oh, I've got to get shredded for this wedding. Oh, I need to go on holidays. Yeah. yeah, I'm going on holidays, so yeah. I need to lose 10 kilos before my holidays. Or, oh, I want to be skinny for summer. Yeah. Or whatever whatever it is. Yeah. Everyone has this finish line. And the reality is, is it, this is your life. So if you finish want... Finish line's death. Yeah, if, <laughs> exactly. If you want to be... If you want to be the um, 80-year-old that gets up off the toilet, if yeah. you want to, when you, um, you know, ha- potentially have a fall when you're older and not, or have a better chance of not breaking to pieces when you fall over, <laughs> um, you know, all of those sorts of things. So instead of people making it such a short-sighted thing, mm. I think the biggest thing is is to remember that you want to be doing this for a really, 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 really long time. So you might change the style of training that you do over that time, but yep. if you're doing something and being active and you're saying, right, well, t- to accomplish a healthy life in my senior years, I need to do an hour, four days, like an hour a day, four, day, four mm. days a week, for example, and you, so just do it. Just you do that for the rest of your life. It doesn't matter what you're doing, but just do something. Yes. So stop saying, oh, I only, you know, I'm going to do this for 12 weeks and then stop because, I mean... When I first came to you, that's where I was. Uh, I remember Lee said to me, he's like, all right, six months with Paul, lose your weight, then, you know, off you go, like, see you later. And the more that I trained with you and was surrounded by, you know, you and the team and um, Moni and all of those people who mm. were around me, the more I realised, well, this that's not how it is. It's That's not what it's about anymore. It's about... So my priorities changed. My priority for my personal training sessions went from like, you know, oh, well, if something happens this week, I need to cut my PT session to save money. Yeah. It then became a more a high priority for me. So now it will be one of the last things that I cut out because it's, it's I'm investing in my life. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm investing too. in yeah. my health. I'm investing in my life and that's so it just need people just need to change their perspective, I think in that space and then once your perspective changes on um like your health and fitness then all of a sudden you have this astonishing ability to find an hour or four days a week like it's always there it is there isn't it it is there um and it's funny because you know you mentioned there it's it's an investment which is probably the perfect term to use but also you need that consistency like i've got some clients that only train with me one day a week and as good as that is because they're actually doing something mm. it's still not enough you know and i'm not trying to speak negatively of them because they are stepping out of their comfort zone and they're still training but yeah. in order to have a successful healthy lifestyle 
there needs to be consistency. You know, it's like brushing your teeth or making the bed or yeah. cooking your dinner. It's yeah. just part of the day. Yeah. It just has to be part of the day. Otherwise, it will not happen. Yeah. You can have all these aspirations to get toned, and I say that in inverted commas, or <laughs> lose weight or get stronger or whatever the goal is. Yeah. But unless you actually action it, yeah. it's not going to happen. That's right. So it has to be, it has to be, and some people are at the point where they know that they have to train yeah. one hour, four days a week. Yeah. They know that, but it's not, it's not enough to just know that you should be doing it. Yeah, it's not enough. It, you have to make it a life priority. Mm. So, and a, a lot of, and you know this because I've complained to you a million times about this. I don't, the whole um, time factor doesn't fly with me. Yeah. Because I was in that position um, not that long ago where I was working a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Um, I was starting my PT business. I was also in prep. Mm-hmm. I still have kids and a family. I still had to eat properly. Yeah. I And I've got the same 24 hours in a day, yeah. seven days a week that everyone else has. Absolutely. So for me, like people will say, oh, well, I work 12-hour days. And it's like, yep, yeah, cool. I was working 16-hour days and I still made that that one out. And I wasn't working in a gym then either. Yeah. So I, I knew that I had to do it. And again, it's not just the physical health but the mental health side of things too because when you are that focused on everything else in your life, you're almost putting your job before your health, which is – to me, the most ridiculous thing in the universe. Absolutely. Because they're not going to be there for you no. when you retire and, no. and whatever, and yeah. you're going to potentially not be at your best at that time when you mm. should be enjoying life. That's so. exactly right. That's a good point. And, um, you know, if you're, if you're prioritised everything over your health, then, you know, if you're a family person, you, you, you're going to be subpar with your family as well. You know, you're going to be tired, you're going to be lethargic, you're not going to want to get out and be active with your, your kids or whatever because you're not looking after yourself. Yeah. I was in the same boat. Like, it's funny you mentioned that because when I first did um, my certifications for this, yeah. I was studying at night, I was in prep, yep. I was getting up at 3 a.m. to go train, and I was exactly. still working full time. I had a kid. Um, so, you know, you make the time. Yeah. You, 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 it just happens. You just. It's a, it, it's a priority. It does. At it the end of the day. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. All right. I think we've got that point across. <laughs> Are you sure? I think so. We could go on. Oh, I know. I know we could. We should do one on uh, on finances as well. But anyway, that's another one. Um, what about sleep? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, as you heard before, yeah. My husband survives off of limited sleep. Yeah. I do not, for the life of me, understand it. I cannot fathom how important. Like, oh my god. <laughs> I need eight hours mm. of sleep. If I don't, I am an absolute raging bitch. Like, <laughs> um, it's it's up there with my food consumption. Uh. Yeah. So um, I I and I say this with tongue in cheek because at the moment, let's face it, I'm not getting eight hours sleep, yeah. but I do try. Yeah. So um, sleep's like an important part of anyone's health and fitness journey. So if you're looking to lose weight, for example. Yeah. Um, super important because I don't think people, I think it's super underestimated how much it actually affects your weight. Oh, it's huge. So I have clients at the moment who have kids, Mm. young kids who are waking up hourly. Yeah. They didn't lose weight last week. Mm. And I'm like, what's changed? Because they were losing weight fine. What's changed? Oh, my daughter's teething. I've been waking up every hour on the hour for the last five days. I'm like, 
let's move along to next week. Yeah, there's your answer. Let's try and sort this out. Yep. So um, the following week, um, had a lot better sleep. Still not on point, but a lot better. Mm. 600 grams down. There you go. It's, it's just... It's so important because that's when your body, your body's healing itself. It's, right. you know, repairing everything. It's, you, you, it's rebooting. Oh, yeah. God, just people get some sleep for God's sake. <laughs> Do it when I can't. <laughs> well, it's a big, it's your biggest fasting period too. So, you know, it's, yes. it's, it's, it works in conjunction with your health and fitness lifestyle, but um, like you said, time to digest everything. Yeah, digestion. Like if you've done a big session, you know, you've got opportunity to rest, you're not moving around. It, it is very, very important. Yeah. It really is. Okay. Um, well, look, I'm, I'm exactly the same. My sleep isn't great, but I know how important it is, so I try and yeah. prioritize it yeah. as best I can. But, yeah, it is hard when you've got to get up at and, like well, people, or Well, people are like, yeah, well, what time do you go to bed if you have to get up at 3.30 in the morning? And mm. I'm like, well, I go to bed at 7. Yeah. And they're like, well, that seems like a waste. I'm like, why? I'm getting up at... I'm still sleeping. What are you going to do? You're going to sit and watch TV <laughs> for two hours. Well, exactly. Yeah. And then you're on your phone. Yeah. Or on the... T- or, you know, you've got your TV on. And then people are wondering why it's hard to fall asleep, mm. right? I know that the day... Because I know that um, we've spoke about this several times. Because sometimes I'll say to you, I didn't get any sleep this week. And you're like, get off your phone. Yeah. Um, because you know as well as I do that, you know, we get hooked into that social media side of stuff. Where we're like, oh, shit, I haven't posted much this week. I should yeah. do some content or... You know, whatever it might be. Um, but you also, like, people don't realise being a PT too, most people work business hours. Yes. So then you get inundated with messages before yeah. or after those hours. Yeah. So and you... it's always like 6 o'clock at night, yeah. 7 o'clock at night. Um, I've had messages at 9.30 at night before. I've like, had them at 2 in the ran- morning. Random morning. questions too, like yeah. things that could wait. And it's okay, I don't mind. I also need to learn to not answer them yep. until the next day. Mm-hmm. So that, I guess there's that, that expectation that we have of ourselves and the service that we like to provide. Of course. Yeah. So I guess it's a balancing act in that space. It is. It is. <laughs> um, okay. I'll, I'm going to throw you a question without notice. I asked Emily this on the podcast, um, you know, whenever we did the one with her, yes. um, about um, females and lifting weight. Oh. Yeah, so I thought I thought I'd, I'd sort of throw this one at you because you you're a good example of that as well. You know, you lift weight all the time. It's all you do. It's all I do. It's all you do. Um, you know, I don't know if you've had that come up in a conversation with a new client yet, where they, a female said, "Oh, I don't want to get too big, or I don't want to get bulky, or I don't want to get look like a man." I've yeah. had all those statements. Just about every consult I have starts like that. Does it? Yeah. So I want to be toned, inverted <laughs> commas. But oh. I don't want to look like a man. So, <laughs> this is how I deal with it now. Yeah. I say to them, look at me. Do you, do you think I look fit? And they're like, yeah, I'd love to look like you. And my response is, I do 120 kilo deadlifts, so I think you'll be okay. <laughs> um, it's just it's such a shit. It's a stigma. Oh, such a shit one too yeah. because it's, it's so ingrained. Mm. Um, but it's frustrating because it, 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 you have to repeat yourself over and over and over again with new people, but you've also got to pull yourself back from getting frustrated yes. because you are repeating yourself, but they don't know any better. You know? Exactly. And it and it's, it is an education thing. Mm. Um, and I just, I don't know where it came from, but I mean, I fell into that. I fell into that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm almost certain I said 
those exact words to you when I said that. <laughs> I don't remember, but I'm, maybe. I'm pretty sure I did. I've had, I couldn't tell you how many times I've had it. Um, <laughs> it would be in the hundreds. I'm pretty sure I did. So um, the the thing that annoys me the most about it is not it's not actually people who say it. I don't. I, I'm, I mean, that, it does get frustrating re- repeating yourself. But the reason I actually get frustrated is not because they're saying it to me. It's because it's a thing and it takes away the value of lifting weights. Yeah. So it takes away all of the benefits that weightlifting has. Mm. So there's a whole bunch of people out there who re- will refuse to lift weights for their entire life and not or not do any resistance training whatsoever. And then they're going to get to 70-year-olds and they're going to have osteoporosis and stuff like that because they're not yep. giving themselves the best chance to you know um, have a better bone density in their yep. older years and all of those sorts of things. Absolutely. Um, they're, they're going to have underdeveloped muscles mm. because you know as soon as you hit the age of 30 i think it is your body just starts eating itself, <laughs> basically oh, I'm stuffed it, <laughs> well you're not because you lift weights <laughs> it's true <laughs> so once you i guess once you explain those so i like to tell clients that yeah and you know um again try and focus everyone on the fact that there's not there's not a finish line here. It's a long term game. Yeah, that's right. Um, which can be hard in our industry because everyone wants that quick fix. Absolutely. Everyone wants to like, you know, you can order pizza in two minutes and yeah. do you know what I mean? Put yeah. your order on repeat for God's sake. You yep. just click buttons and stuff's delivered to your door for you in half an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this whole era mm. of like instant gratification. From people. That's pretty much what it is, isn't it? It's instant gratification. Yeah. You can't and, and I think social media has had a major impact on the way we see ourselves and, you know, all these insta fit people. I was who was I, I was talking to someone the other day, I think I've actually sent it in a message. Um, oh, it was actually, that's right. And I remember who it was, I won't know names, but um, and I said to them, you know, a lot of these insta fit people often they'll shred down for a week, yep. take a million photos with professionals yep. and then use those photos all year all round. Yep. All year round. They yep. don't look like that all year round. Same same with comp, right? Yeah. So when we do when we do our comps, you book in a photo shoot. Of course you do. Why the hell would you get that lean and not get a whole bunch of photos, yeah. right? But that's why a reason why I don't like using my uh, professional photos all the time on yep. my on my page because I try and keep it real. Yep. But you're right. And then everyone's got this crazy expectation that you've got a, especially as a woman, right, mm. that you've got a six-pack year-round, and it's like, that's just not realistic for no, women. Like, it's just not, it's not, I mean, I was under 7% body fat by the time I hit NBA mm. stage, um, which is so unhealthy for a female. Yep. It's not funny. That's like in dude territory. <laughs> like. <laughs> it is. You're right. It is. Like, yeah, it's just not realistic and I think that, yeah, people need to just take Instagram or whatever the hell else platform is out there these days with a grain of salt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. All right, last one, and we're we're kind of um, tangenting here, but that's all right. We we can, my podcast, I can do what I want. what happens, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it's it. Um, Check-ins. I want to talk to you about check-ins because I've got, and again, I'm not identifying anyone but you know you, you get uh, the, the, the service you provide check-ins are, are a pretty integral part of that now you know mm-hmm. where it keeps people accountable um, they have the ability to, to monitor well you have the ability to monitor and maintain their progress you yeah. know particularly when they've got specific goals they want to achieve 
Um, but then you get people that maybe do it for the first couple of weeks and then just fall off the wagon, no matter how much incentive you or give, how many reminders, or don't do it at all, <laughs> they don't see the importance in it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's too hard, mm-hmm. even though it probably takes two minutes to do. I literally do mine on the toilet in the morning. That, I'm glad you told me that. that. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> but it's ironic because, um, you know, I've got a new coach now and his is incredibly comprehensive. I have to actually start Sunday night before oh, wow. I do it on Monday, his on Monday mornings. And it takes a long time Yeah. because he needs as much data as he can get. So, you know, <laughs> I've got to commit that time. Yeah. Um, whereas, but it's important to you. It is important to me. Yeah. I, you know, I'm paying him a top dollar because I've got results I want to achieve. So yeah. it, it's interesting. Uh, what's your take on the whole check-in thing? Um, I think check-ins are super important and I think that I would – so I've been with you three years actually this month. Is it really? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Three years this month. And I don't think I don't think I've missed many check-ins at all. We're not talking about the last one that I missed and had to do a thousand. <laughs> I'm still waiting on Crystal to do hers if she's listening. <laughs> Crystal, she, Crystal, you owe me a thousand leg presses. <laughs> um, I um, but in that three years, so that's a lot of check-ins. Yeah, right? it's a lot of data too. Right. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of check. I haven't missed one, but I think that those check-in and even when I had a shit week, yeah. like so several things. Number one, it's important because it keeps me accountable to something. So yes. It keeps me accountable to you. So if I'm there during the week, say on a Thursday, and, I spe- and this is probably relevant to a lot of people, yeah, at the end of the week, you're dog tired, mm-hmm. like you're like, I can't bother anymore. I'm just going to eat takeout tonight. Yep. It will always We've make We've all me- been there. I've done that. Oh, yeah. but it makes me second guess it mm. because I know that I've got to check in tomorrow morning. Yeah. And if I eat a high salty meal, I might not eat that much. Mm. But if I eat a high salty meal, it's going to affect my results. Correct. If I eat overeat, it's going to affect my results. Mm. So it kind of gives me that little bit of check for myself. Yep. Um, but it is important um, to put a lot of data in there as well. So you get mine and you probably roll your eyeballs because I write like novels half the time. But it is important. No, because, I prefer that. To be well, honest. you know what's going on. Yeah. So. Um, like, you probably know more about me than most people do, to be honest. Um, but because of that, you are then able to come back to me and say, hey, don't worry about that, you know, don't worry about this this week, you know, this is what we're going to do. Or um, it's always like, um, oh, you know, great loss this week, but let's focus on this. Mm. Or there's always something that you can come back with. Um, in relation to it. Yes. So if I've told you, you know, if my weight hasn't shifted, I start freaking out. You probably already are on the fact that I'm probably freaking out already um, and all my weight's gone up at the moment because that's what we're trying to do is uh-huh. get, get my calories high. Correct. So you will always say, you know, let's leave it this week. You know, you haven't had much sleep. You know, you, um, your steps are really high now because you are a PT. Yes. So let's leave your food this week, see what it looks like next week. And it gives you the opportunity to kind of um, effectively um, plan my food out properly mm. or, or not plan my food but my mac- give me my macros properly because if I don't tell you the whole story and I leave something out and some, you change something and something goes even more awry, yeah. then we don't know what's going on because I haven't communicated that to you. Correct. So super important for data collection but not only that, um, you know, when we go into prep again, you've got a whole bunch of stuff there. Yeah. Um, if I wanted to not say not prep, take shows out of it completely mm. and I just wanted to do a cutting phase where I had, um, I'm like, oh, I just feel a bit fluffy, let's, mm. 
you know, change my physique a little bit, cut me down, get me back up again. Yep. Even for that purpose, same kind of thing, right? So if we're missing stuff, then you can't do your job effectively. That's right. So I can only work with what the data you've given me. That's and and correct. the example you gave just before about, you know, having a busy week, getting takeaway on a Thursday night. Even if you are just a general pop client and you do that, yep. as long as you let me know. Yeah, exactly. Because straight away I'm going to be looking for a reason as to why the weight's gone up yeah. or the measurements have expanded yeah. or whatever the case may be. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. Like, I'm not going to... And life happens, right? Yeah, of course it does. And you don't sit there and go, oh, bloody hell, Kelly, why did you go and eat yeah. KFC last night or something? I don't even eat KFC. Yeah. <laughs> why did you go and eat KFC last night? You're not going to do that. You go, oh, well, that explains this. Mm. Let's go this next week and then yeah. we'll see what that looks like. You're not going to... You know, you're less likely to incline to, you know, drop my food and then, do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, yeah. Of course you do, because you're my coach. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think think you're you're clear in what you're trying to say, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, the onus does fall back on on the, the client because... 100%. One, they're paying you for a service, so you're trying to provide as much benefit and standard to that service as you can and yep. check-ins play an integral part of that you know well, if, i wouldn't if, have gotten where i had if i hadn't checked in with you regularly well without the check-in i don't have a hit like you just said yeah. you didn't be coming up on three years so i could collectively go back and look at three years worth of your data yes you know and i could see where you started see where you yeah. any, i can look at anything i've got it all there on a database so you know if you're not doing check-ins you kind of treading water to a degree well you you you're not doing yourself any justice because it, and again comes back to priority yeah i think because if you are not checking in because it's not high on your priority list but you want to lose 10 kilos then what what i'm not sure what you expect because you can't progress without the information yeah so um i've come to you i've got 10 kilos to lose i want to lose 10 kilos i do my first week with you i miss my check-in yeah what are you going to do you can't put my food anywhere I can't do because anything. you don't know what's going on you yeah. don't know my weight you don't know what's happened during no. the week you don't know my you know my uh, water intake um my supplements, so I know that I told you last week I started taking creatine again. Correct, yes. Which holds water in your muscles, yes. right? So we like without all of those bits and pieces, you're missing a massive chunk of a puzzle. Uh-huh. So there's nowhere to go from there. So if I've come to you in, with the view to lose 10 kilos, but I'm not checking in, how am I going to lose 10 well, kilos? You're not. you're not. Because you can't do anything, which means you can't provide the service that you want to provide. That's to it. Me. But then the client, then the, this is a sticking point. The client then goes, oh, well, I'm not getting results with this trainer. I'm going to find someone else. Yeah. When in point of fact is it falls on their shoulders because they're not doing check-ins. What, yeah, they're not doing yeah. check-ins. They're not giving, do anything. Yeah, exactly. You can't just train someone and then yeah. expect that the miracle is going to happen and you're going to drop all this weight. Well, Doesn't I think work. a lot of the stigma goes back to um, you, you can't out exercise a bad diet. Either. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> There's another podcast. There's another welcome. podcast. You can't out. Well, I did do the you, you don't did. eat like a dickhead. <laughs> I think that's that's a fair assessment of most people's attitude towards food. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. I think we've covered everything I wanted to chat about today. You know, I, I use you as a good example because obviously you've been on both ends of the spectrum when it comes to being the heavier person who ate yeah. a lot of crap and had a bad lifestyle. And I say that with all due respect. To now, obviously, living the lifestyle, training people, and teaching them um, a better approach to, to things as well. So, cool. Thank you very much for giving up your time, Kel. Um, I always ask, you know, who would you have over to dinner? But you've answered the question twice. Have you have you changed your answer to that uh, one at all, or, or no? 
Well, actually, at the moment, I just have my family around, so I haven't, ha- I haven't seen my um, my mum and sister and dad and brother-in-law and my nephews yeah. in, up in Townsville for a while, so at the moment, that's who I'd pick to uh, have around cool. for, yeah, so I'm flying up there for two days. Nice. Yeah, I can't, 18 months is too long. Yeah, so. that's fair enough. Yeah. You went and saw James Smith recently too. Uh, How good was that? Holy shit, he's a legend. Yeah, maybe have him over the dinner. I love him. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I um, I literally just looked him up last night. So, um, I sent him, I sent one of my clients one of his videos about hip thrusts. Oh yeah. And going the extra inch, and he, t- <laughs> it's just so inappropriate. He talks <laughs> about, he's like someone's done doggy or been done by doggy before, and it's just like the most inappropriate shit in the universe. <laughs> But he owns it, and I love that. Like, yeah. I just love that he does not give a shit. Yeah. Like, he just doesn't. Cool. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> oh, I'll look up James Smith if you want some uh, inspiration <laughs> on hip thrusting. <laughs> Fair call. Cool. All right, thanks, Kel. Appreciate your time. Um, how do people find you if they want to follow along with your journey or see all the amazing clients you're working with? So, uh, on Instagram is uh, upyourself underscore training. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking about that, aren't you? <laughs> I am. I'm like, I write it every day. Uh, um, and just up yourself training on uh, Facebook yeah. or if you search Kelly Greenslade, I'm pretty rare. So yeah. you'll, you'll find me easy enough. And without going into the detail, if anyone wants to know why she's called herself up yourself training, I think you did, you explained that on the pr- yeah, previous podcast. Yeah, that had, with me. Uh, the f- one of the first ones because you get a crack out of it every time. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to be a bit different and not like Kel's PT. So. That's cool. Yeah, wanted to be a bit different and stand out. So got to I mean, stand out in this industry. Well, people don't forget it either. No, so. they don't. No, they don't. Unreal. All right. Thank you very much, Kel. Um, so if you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, but also um, screenshot the story. Uh, screenshot the podcast. Share it on your stories. Tag myself, Paul's Body Engineering. Tag Kelly. Up yourself training. Uh, we're on Spotify, Google, Apple, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and most other podcasting platforms. And as I say to every client, every single day, have a great day.